This podcast is sponsored by Coolabola that creates simple and very advanced websites, as well as creating fantastic animation. If you or someone you know is looking to start or update their websites, we're offering a genuine 20% discount with the code AWAKENING. Just go to coolabola.com and the links are in the podcast description. Welcome to the Awakening Podcast, and this is just a short episode because a friend of mine, Mila, has taken in some Ukrainians. So I suppose you might just how the whole lot came about, because I know you're helping a whole family. Hi, Roy. Uh, actually, I made an um, offer on OLX uh, that if any Ukrainian mother with a child, one child, uh, would have to sleep somewhere, then I can offer her my room and after 10 minutes from uploading this uh, offer some ukrainian guy called me and asked if it's uh, if, if it if this offer is still valid so i confirmed that and he brought a mother with four children and their age is nine the boy is nine years old a girl is around seven and there are also two years old twins. Um, so they're staying here since last Friday and probably they will move um, on Sunday, but it's not confirmed yet because they have some problems with the passports. Actually, they don't have passports. So uh, our government creates problems um, for them to move to Italy where their family lives. So what, like, because I know you you mentioned that to me, which was kind of shock. So what was the government's suggestion for them? Because they had to move, was it bombing near where they lived? Uh, actually, the, the, the bomb hit their house, so they had to run just like that and didn't have time to take anything with them. They have one, the clothes, only what they had on them. They, they didn't care anything uh, with with them. So they didn't have papers as well. And on Monday, this uh, guy who from foundation who is helping them as well, uh, took them to uh, watch uh, office um, to ask what they can do. Uh, and this officer suggested that the best way for them is to go back to Ukraine and get passports, go back here again, and then move to Italy where they're going. So that shows the IQ, the IQ of the people working for the city. I don't know what man he is to see the, the poor mother, terrified actually, mother with four children and say to them something like that, that he is not able to help them and they need to go back to this war and to this traumatic. No, it is terrible. I mean, and the worst thing is that the husband and father of the children is actually fighting there. Yes. So, I mean, they're living in fear because they're like they're worried about their dad. I mean, that must be a terrible situation. Yes, it is. Actually, the, the mother doesn't know. She, she goes even to the bathroom with the cell phone because she doesn't know when uh, he's going to call her and she's not sure uh, if, if he ever will call because he might die at any time. 
uh, and this uh, oldest um, nine years old son was so terrified that first three nights he kept sleeping under the bed instead of on the bed because he was so scared. That's yeah, terrible. I mean, the, like what they've come from, and the fact that the guy in Woods, but honestly, I mean, I, I'm well used to dealing with the city and like even if you look at the roads now I, I i have the thought that some of them might think that putin came here first because the roads are so bad like they're just you know just to, to look at that so that they can't even organize the, the the streets plus there's buildings that when we had the tenement houses we were trying to find accommodation from they said they had nothing and there was like a miasto which is basically renovating the the buildings mm -hmm. and there's some buildings that i'm aware of there's one in particular and it's massive and it's near Platzball Moschee towards the, the old town where the square, the old square. I don't know how many, there could be 50, there could be 100 apartments. They're all empty for four years. So why doesn't the city organize something like that for the Ukrainians that they can start living out and they just leave it empty? And, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. tell you what, she, after run from this flat, uh, she carried her children and walked here for five days. It took them five days to cross the Polish border on their feet. So they had to they walk. were walking five days from near the Kiev because they live in a small uh, town or village. I'm not sure near Kiev. It's like uh, almost a suburb, you might say. And like during that journey, I don't know. Did you have the conversation? Like, was there other people helping them to have food and stuff like that? How did they survive? I don't know about the Ukraine uh, country, but from the border, yes, they, 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 there are some food trucks in volunteers which uh, make food and bring to the refugees. So here in Poland, it's better. I, I have no idea how it is in Ukraine. Maybe they did, maybe, maybe they didn't, I don't know. And do you know how long it took them when they were at the border? Is it something that fast that they could get through? Or is there a lot of paperwork? And yeah, it was the third day of the occupation, I guess. So it took them not as long as now it takes. They, they stayed like seven hours in the border to cross. One, one thing is, you because I've, I've asked you, like you're, you don't get compensated for this. You're doing it from your heart. So you've basically given up your biggest room in the house. So the whole family, and you've set up the beds and everything for them. And you know the city isn't doing anything to help you. I mean, you, you know, you're you're doing everything you know of your own heart. And you you've got you know your own children yourself, but you've all agreed to, to do that. So you know I commend you for doing that. You know it's uh, it's fantastic. And one thing that I think is brilliant that most people don't realize because I know people that have helped kind of refugees in different countries. And I know and even in Ireland, Ireland is sick the way they do it because what they do is they put them into kind of like temporary accommodation, hotels and stuff like that. And they're there for years and it's a business. Whereas in Poland, people like yourself have actually taken in the Ukrainians and done it humanely and done it right, where you're actually making them feel safe. Because as you mentioned, the child is scared once it hears a fire engine or something like that. Yeah, every time he hears the siren, he, he hides in, in the wardrobe or under the bed as well. But it's a little bit better now, but he's, he, he doesn't want to get out because my neighbors help as well. Actually, neighbors from the whole block help. And some of them brought food and others brought uh, dresses and toys for the little ones. Uh, so my neighbors wanted to take uh, this girl and, uh, and her brother to watch to a, some kind of 
skate park or something. And she said, fine, great, I'm gonna do that. And he was so scared that he started crying and didn't want to leave the flat. But about the helping and saying, that's, that is, that's how we are, I guess. We are not politicians. We don't put the statements like we will help or something has to be done. We just act. Yeah, like I think the whole political side behind this is, is people aren't seeing the, the, the truth of what's going on. Because I know in WASC, which isn't that far from here, the American army has been there for years. And a lot of this is to do with politics of basically with NATO getting close to the border. And the unfortunate thing is it's the children and the families that are getting destroyed. And I mean, there's serious trauma, long term. It is. You know, we don't really see it. Like, so all I can say is, Amelia, thank you for what you're doing. And I know that one of my friends, Anastasia Derecha, she's actually in a, like a foundation. So if there's people that are listening that want to help, that uh, she's actually got a, an accountant for both in your own slot is that can help towards it. So thank you very much. Welcome. This podcast is and always will be free. There are two ways you can help me as I spend a lot of time researching, recording, editing, and marketing my podcasts. I also have plenty of costs with like Zoom, BitChute, StreamYards, as well as equipment. I have a donation button, which you can buy me a coffee once a month or even just donate one euro, because if everybody who listens to the podcast donate one euro, it would cover all the costs. You can also support our sponsors. All the links are in the podcast show notes. Thank you for listening. This podcast is sponsored by Kulabula, that creates simple and very advanced websites, as well as creating fantastic animation. If you or someone you know is looking to start or update their websites, we're offering a genuine 20% discount with the code AWAKENING. Just go to Kulabula, C-O-O-L-A-B-U-L-L-A dot com and the links are in the podcast description.